This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we join you here for another night of fun, you will take your calls about absolutely anything. That is the point of this program. It's why we call it Free Talk Live. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features that we give to you there are completely free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their sites. Uh, You can enjoy freetalklive.com for free. freetalklive.com. And so there's some follow-up news here. Uh, we've, of course, talked about the rapture over the weekend and on Friday. Uh, Harold... Don't even mention it, please. What? Don't mention it? God, I've just had enough. I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think it's important to do a follow-up here, Mark, because uh, one of my oh, that... biggest questions about this was, what will they say after the fact? What will their excuse be? Those who are the believers, the uh, the true believers and the idea that the rapture was supposed to happen on Saturday, what will their excuse be? And on Monday, Harold Camping was hiding out in his home, as I understood it, or or Sunday or whatever. But at some point, he did finally come out. He was deep in prayer. He uh, did finally come out with uh, with a statement regarding what went wrong. Because early reports were that he were he was flabbergasted uh, with the fact that his prediction apparently didn't come true. However, uh, he is saying that it, it has actually come true. It's just a little different than he originally suspected. Let me uh, share with you from Philly.com. So he was right all along. Mm. It's, just, it's a rare new breed of success. California preacher Harold Camping said Monday his prophecy that the world would end was off by five months because Judgment Day will actually come on October 21st. Now, Camping, who predicted that 200 million Christians would be taken to heaven on Saturday before the earth was destroyed, said he felt so terrible when his doomsday prediction did not come true that he left home and took refuge in a motel with his wife. His independent ministry, Family Radio International, spent millions, some of it from donations made by their followers on more than 5,000 billboards and 20 RVs plastered with the Judgment Day message. But Camping said that he's now realized the apocalypse will, apocalypse will come five months after May 21st, the original date he predicted. He had earlier said that October 21st when the globe would be, was when the globe would be consumed by a fireball. Saturday, according to Camping, was an invisible judgment day in which a... Invisible fireballs? No, a spiritual judgment took place of an invisible sort. Uh, He said that the timing and the structure is the same as it has always been. He said that we've always said May 21st was the day, but we didn't understand altogether the spiritual meaning. May 21st is the day that Christ came and put the world under judgment. It's not the first time the independent Christian radio host has been forced to explain when his prediction didn't come to pass. He also predicted the apocalypse would come in 1994, but said at that time that it didn't happen because of a mathematical error. Rather than give his normal daily broadcast on Monday, Camping made a special statement before the press at the Oakland headquarters of the media empire that has broadcast his message. His show, Open Forum, has for months headlined his doomsday message via the group's radio stations, television channels, satellite broadcasts, and websites. You know, if he keeps on moving his prediction forward by five months, he's 89? That's right. Well, I mean, he can't last forever, right? He'll this- be right. It's not, he'll, he'll, actually, he'll die before he's wrong, so it won't matter. Odds are good uh, that you are accurate with that statement, Mark. So, I mean, the the story goes on, but essentially what I'm really interested in, and I don't know if anybody's covered this, is what it is that his supporters are saying. 
How many of his supporters are going right along with this new line that, oh, well, it did happen. Y'all were judged on Saturday. See, you just didn't get lifted into the sky. So all of you who are good Christians, you've been accepted into, you know, God's great heaven. And come October 21st, presumably that's when you'll be separated out. Uh, there will be no second chance, I guess, is the meaning here, because everybody's been judged at this point. So if you're too late, you're too late, right? I, I, I don't know. This seems strange. What about the babies that are being born Good uh, question. last two days? I, I, <laughs> none of this makes any sense to me. And if you say that children, babies can't make decisions, so therefore they go to heaven, that's fine. How about the, all the kids, all the people, the young adults that are becoming, they're moving into the age bracket that can make a decision over the next five months? Mm-hmm. How about them? Indeed, I doesn't. You know, none of this makes any sense to me. Well, God, course, God's too big for Christians to understand anyway. So the I or you know people, I should say, anybody who believes in God, he's too big. The the idea that you're going to be able to assume that you know when he's coming back or something like that, God exists outside of time. Not only did he create this ball of mud and all the other balls of mud and the flaming balls that they they surround, but he would have created time too. So. He doesn't have to work on your schedule. You don't even have to understand the way he works. So, you know, if Judgment Day can, Judgment Day is every day and no day. So they did manage to track down, uh, the folks over at uh, Philly.com did manage to track down one of the supporters, somebody who was uh, very active in uh, getting the word out prior to Saturday about the impending doom. Jeff Hopkins had figured the gas money he spent driving back and forth from Long Island to New York City would be worth it. As long as people could see the ominous sign atop his car, warning that the end of the world was nigh. He said, I've been mocked and scoffed and cursed at, and I've been through a lot with this lighted sign on top of my car, said Hopkins, 52, former television producer. He says, I was doing what I've been instructed to do through the Bible, but now I've been stymied. It's like getting slapped in the face. So he doesn't sound like somebody who's too keen on continuing to follow uh, the predictions of one Harold Camping at this mm. point. But well, the, ul- the ultimate question it's is... It's got to be really tough. I, I, I'm just trying to imagine what it's like if you actually do come to the realization. Because my expectation was that I wouldn't hear from anybody who did come to a realization that, oh, wow, I was mistaken. And it, You didn't think that would happen at all? I, I just didn't think I'd hear from them. Oh, I see what you mean. And I'm amazed that I I get the opportunity to hear some guy even say anything. Wow. Stunning. Well, it's inevitable that uh, there will be a split. The only question is, what are the what's the breakdown? Is it five percent that has uh, been you know upset in this way yeah. that this guy has, and the other ninety five percent are just let's keep going October twenty first? I don't think it's Harold Camping's fault. He's no more at fault here than anybody who chose to believe him. No, I see where you're coming from. Clearly, you you. You are responsible for your choices. When you choose to follow somebody, when you choose to follow their commands or follow their suggestions or their diktats or whatever. That's all they were. They're suggestions. Yeah, I understand that. But when you choose to follow those suggestions and whether you choose to follow them without question or whether you are questioning them, you are the one who's abdicating your responsibility at that point. You still have the responsibility. You you don't get to get rid of it completely. Um, But yeah, there, there are... I'm curious, if you're out there and you're one of uh, Harold Camping's followers, believers, would love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. Just thought I'd give you an update on that. Let's go to Ed listening in D.C. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Ed. Hey, Ian and Mark. How are you guys tonight? Hey, what's on your mind, Ed? Well, I just uh, hadn't talked to you guys since uh, probably since before New Year's. 
um, I'm here down here in D.C., and uh, I was listening to your show last night, and you brought up this uh, ruling from the U.S. District Judge uh, John D. Bates. Mm-hmm. You'd written a 26-page opinion that uh, he will not allow dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. That's correct. So um, I just want to let the listeners know uh, I put together a little Facebook uh, event, and we are going to be at the Jefferson Memorial this Saturday at 12 o'clock. Is that midnight or noon? This is at at noon. Noon, okay. So you'll be there at a time of day at which it will be even more visible, your dancing. And, of course, to recap for our listeners that uh, perhaps missed this last night, uh, the news is that a young lady was arrested in D.C. a while back now. Some months ago. Yeah. Uh, probably over a year ago at this point. Uh, arrested for dancing silently with her own headphones in her ears to mark Thomas Jefferson's birthday at Thomas Jefferson's memorial in Washington, D.C. She was arrested for this, and the court case decided that it was entirely within the rights of the uh, security officer officer there to arrest her because she was uh, oh doing God. something that could draw a crowd. There was just some ludicrous explanation, but essentially anything that they don't want going on at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial, they will prevent uh, the First Amendment, uh, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. At every place else. Freedom was... of, uh, yeah, freedom of uh, gathering uh, assembly is all just the hell of it. The hell with it. They're going to just ban whatever they want to. So, Ed, you are doing something coming up this weekend here. If you want to stick with us, you can tell us more about your event, what you've got planned. Uh, 800-259-9231. I'm glad to hear that people are going to uh, engage in some civil disobedience on this one. It's, uh, it's really brave. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.org. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. WeUseCoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. Enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features include the bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. Like everything else on our site, it's totally free. LibertyManiacs.com. They have the largest online Liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different other products. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, LibertyManiacs.com is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement worldwide with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. The no-hassle money-back guarantee is on all products, new products, almost every day, LibertyManiacs.com. All right, toll-free number 800-259-9231. An update, another update here from Ed in D.C. regarding the decision made by a D.C. Circuit Court recently, essentially ruling that the government can restrict any kind of content of speech that it would like, any kind of form of expression that it would like, 
at uh, well, pretty much anywhere it might like. In this case, the uh, the location in question was the Jefferson Memorial there in uh, Washington D.C., where a young young lady was arrested for dancing quietly uh, to her own tunes in her own ears via her headphones and uh, and her MP3 player. And so I had I had my question last night that I wondered aloud about was well. Sure, it would be nice if we could get uh, some people out there to do some civil disobedience in this way, because the young lady who was arrested was the only person who was dancing at that time. There had, were other people there. She was just expressively dancing. Right. So had uh, maybe 10 or 20 people been there, odds are good nothing would have occurred, because odds are good at that point you'd have outnumbered the amount of security guards. And so Ed is back with us listening in D.C. Ed, you are putting together some kind of an event. Uh, was it You said for this weekend coming up? Yes, it's it's this Saturday um, at twelve o'clock, uh, twelve to three. Um, I'm fully prepared to uh, go to jail for this. Um, wow! I'm fully prepared to go to jail, and and that's fine. Um, we are going to bring our iPods, and it's going to be a silent protest. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our iPods in. We're going to dance. And uh, and and we're just gonna have a good time. Please and, bring and video. I, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't need to say this, but please bring video cameras. Oh, so, absolutely. So. Yeah, that's already been posted on the wall. I uh, I just got off the phone with NBC this afternoon, and they were very very interested Excellent. in this process. Excellent. This so is fantastic. I just want the country to. I'm sorry? I said that's fantastic. Good on you for reaching out to the media to let them know in advance uh, that you're going to be there. That's good publicity. Uh, it's, odds are good you may end up with a video camera out there from the media, which, of course, will make it even less likely that the guards will make a move. It's a bigger camera. That's right. Yeah. They're intimidated. The camera, size matters. Re- sorry? So, um, and I, you know, I've got some other phone calls out to a couple of the other local media stations Wait. here. Uh, I left a message with Adam, the man. Uh, because I'd love to see RT out there, of course. They're always uh, always great. Adam Kokesh uh, from his uh, television show over at uh, RT.com, which is uh, turning into a real, I think, powerhouse uh, for the the Liberty Movement. He's doing a good job with the show. It's a half an hour a night. And doing a half hour TV production a night is a lot harder than doing uh, radio. Uh, So, by the way, where do people go to get more information about this? You mentioned a wall, Facebook post. Where where would one go? Yeah, yeah, I created a Facebook um, event, and it's it's dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. Simple as that. All right, excellent. So, so people can go to Facebook, Facebook look for do a search for dance. I'm sorry. Uh, right. So people can go to Facebook, search for Dancing at the Jefferson Memorial, and you'll come up with the uh, the details. It's this Saturday from noon to 3 in Washington, D.C., and bring your iPod, bring your video camera, and prepare to have a good time, because I think you guys are going to uh, essentially back the system down on this one. If you can get more than a handful of dancers out there, uh, what are, what are oh, your... Let me tell you, already I've got 16 people that say that they're attending, and I just put this up a few hours ago. Fantastic. Well, hopefully more people will uh, will will turn out. I know there are liberty mind, liberty minded people living in D.C., so hopefully this will give them an opportunity to come out and do something besides the usual, just uh, pandering to politicians and or lobbying or whatever it is that liberty minded people do in D.C. So thanks for the heads up, Ed. Let us know how it goes, will you? Maybe give us a call Saturday night or Monday night or something like that. Uh, you bet I will. Thanks, if man. I'm not in jail, I will call you uh, Saturday night. And if you get out, of, if you want to get out of jail, give us a call then. And thanks for the uh, the call and the heads up. That's exciting.
I'm glad to hear about that because to me, that's the way you respond to something like this. It's the Julian Heiklin style of uh, of activism, and Julian Heiklin, of course, the I guess renowned within the movement uh, individual who goes from courthouse to courthouse handing out information has been arrested multiple times doing this when he's told he can't do something like dance at the Jefferson Memorial. He's the kind of guy who's going to show up and just violate that ban, just write, just call their bluff, just violate it. And uh, that's that's to me far more effective than this young lady. I don't know how much money she's got to her name, uh, but the average young person sure doesn't have the kind of money that they need to hire a lawyer. And I don't know what it would take for her to take this court case, this decision by the D.C. District Court, and then take that up the chain to the Supreme Court. Maybe she could have the Institute for Justice back her up and and cover the cost for free. But otherwise, you're looking at quite a bit of money to challenge this. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And one really has to ask themselves, you know, what's it worth? If if you're talking about a not-for-profit, what's it worth to spend on the right to dance at a a memorial like this? Well, it's about freedom of expression. It's a much larger case than that. And you would hope that a judge in this circumstance would see that there's a difference between silently dancing at midnight on a Saturday uh, to celebrate Thomas Jefferson's birthday at the Jefferson Memorial and say uh, what they were concerned with is activities that might draw a crowd. And, you know, so well, you now know, they're going to get one at noontime on Saturday. Right. And that's what they that's what they absolutely deserve. Absolutely right. So good on Ed and the other 16 folks and uh, anybody else that shows up to this thing this weekend. That, that's exciting news. 1-800-259-9231. John is calling from Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, John. Good afternoon. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I have to really disagree with a bunch of what you're saying about the so-called plans for a gathering. Hmm. I'm reading what it looks like is a report about um, with some excerpts from the court opinion and the the court opinion is a standard 1984 Orwellian, you know, rant um, with the judge saying that somehow this woman gathered or was part of a demonstrating, and she wasn't demonstrating and she wasn't part of a gathering if she's by herself. Well, there so, were other people there. I believe it was a gathering. There was a video, somebody with a video camera there too. I believe. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, okay. but she was the only one who was the, the way that she was expressing her appreciation for Thomas Jefferson at the Jefferson Memorial on his birthday at this time was right. Uh, right. by expressively dancing. Right, I understand that. No, but here's the issue. I would encourage the the people who think they want to go gather to uh, read the Declaration of Independence aloud. I mean, if from the judge's opinion saying. You know, people are there. It's um, it's an atmosphere of solemn commemoration. Well, then get be solemn. You know, get serious and do something like read the Declaration of Independence. I mean, you know, what are they going to say? Well, that's not Jeffersonian enough. That doesn't reflect a, on Jefferson. It's a nice suggestion. Maybe somebody will do that. I mean, well, anybody do that too. Anybody's so, well, free to show and, up and, and I would, do whatever and they I would feel. Encourage people, encourage people to say, "I'm here by myself. I'm not here with anyone." You know, claim radical. Uh, individualism because as soon as you say you're you're with some other person you know you know i would show up and yeah i see where you're coming from john thanks for the call more coming up it's free talk live hunting shooting camping apparel auto atv tactical gear survival equipment outdoorbunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs from scopes holsters and knives to backpacks flashlights sleeping bags and more outdoorbunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices orders over 100 dollars get free shipping ftl listeners get the utg deluxe universal horizontal shoulder holster for only 9.95 i've got mine get yours at outdoorbunker.com slash ftl now
This is Free Talk Live. You can dial up whatever, no, dial up and bring up whatever you want. The number 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, once again, that's freetalklive.com. The mobile site is m.freetalklive.com. That'll get you to uh, quick access to our live streams and podcast. M is in mobile.freetalklive.com. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a new, slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. Its compact has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own, made in America and made for you, Ruger.com. You can go there and take a look at the LC9, and uh, if you want to get one, go to your local firearm dealer, Ruger.com. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. Big news coming out of Utah. We'll share that with you here in a moment, but as I said before, I was was really curious to find out what the followers of uh, Harold Camping have to say. We heard from one of them earlier via, uh, I think it was another article here from, I think, oh boy, where was that? Well, anyway. I mentioned it earlier in the show, so they got their credit. Uh, But now there's another one here from ABC News focusing on the believers' reactions. And as expected, they are mixed. Uh, so, of course, as you know, we're talking about the predictions that uh, were that on the 21st, uh, which was Saturday, the world was uh, supposed to begin to end. The rapture was to occur. Uh, Christians uh, were supposed to be saved and kind of brought off the earth. And then five months of uh, horrible experiences were to happen. And then the world would be consumed by a fireball. Well, it turns out that didn't actually occur. And, of course, Harold Camping has come up with a, an excuse now. He said that uh, that everybody was actually actually judged on Saturday, but it was a quiet judgment. So you weren't uh, plucked from the earth on Saturday. He it's was a soft grand opening. Right. He was wrong about that uh, particular aspect of it. And uh, Keith Bauer, who hopped in his minivan in Maryland and drove his family 3,000 miles to California to experience the rapture, said, I had some skepticism, but I was trying to push the skepticism away because I believe in God, but more importantly, because he believed in Harold Camping. He said, I was hoping for it because I think heaven would be a lot better than this earth. Bowers, a tractor-trailer driver who began the voyage west last week, figuring that if he'd worked last week, he wouldn't have gotten paid anyway if the rapture did happen. So he took time off work, basically quit his job, drove his family across the country. 3,000 miles for the uh, expectation that something was going to happen. Of course, according to camping, the destruction was to have begun at uh, 6 p.m. and then march across the world through various time zones and uh, he'd been predicting the apocalypse. Uh, he had been projecting the prediction for years via his broadcasts and websites. In New York Times, New York's Times Square, Robert Fitzpatrick of Staten Island said he was surprised when the six o'clock hour simply came and went. He'd spent his own money to put up advertising about the end of the world. He said, "I can't tell you what I feel right now. Obviously, I haven't understood it correctly because we're still here. Mm. Clearly, so, there's been some sort of mistake." Yeah. Now, with an answer like that, that sounds like somebody who is open to another message from the the guru. It sounds like somebody who wants to, I haven't understood it quite correctly, so help me understand. Uh, whereas the other guy seems to be a little bit more uh, disappointed. Family Radio Special Projects Coordinator Michael Garcia, who spent Saturday morning praying and drinking two last cups of coffee with his wife at home in Alameda, California, said, It's still May 21st, and God's going to bring it. When you say something and it doesn't happen, your pride is 
uh, what's hurt. But who needs pride? God said he resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Now, is it humble to come out uh, with a prediction that the world is going to end? That that you <laughs> are the human being who is, is in possession of the knowledge of when the world is going to end. Is that humble? Doesn't seem that way to me. No. The internet was alive with uh, discussion, of course, humorous or not, about the end of the world and its apparent failure to occur on cue. Many tweets declared camping's prediction a dud or shared tongue-in-cheek their relief at having uh, not having to do weekend chores or take a shower, for instance. As <laughs> 6 p.m. approached in California, some 100 people gathered outside of their headquarters in Oakland, although it appeared none of the believers of the prophecy were among them. Camping's radio stations and his other network uh, essentially are controlled from a modest building sandwiched between an auto shop and a palm reader's business. Christian leaders from across the spectrum widely dismissed the prophecy, and members of a local church concerned followers could slip into a deep depression come Sunday. We're part of the crowd outside of the radio uh, broadcast. And so there's a little bit more information. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just think it's interesting how these uh, these folks are responding. And, of course, obviously a lot of them are probably still just in shock and, and cloistered and trying to figure out what to do about their lives because many of them quit their jobs. Uh, will they be able to get their jobs back? I mean, some bosses may be compassionate enough to say, yeah, you made a you know, silly uh, mistake and I expected to have to rehire you next week, so I'll hire you back but others who may not be so lucky. And apparently that also means that they won't be able to collect some kind of um, employment insurance in many cases because they weren't, they weren't fired. They, they quit mm. um, out of these, these positions. Yeah. So that's going to be difficult. Then there are other news stories, and I don't, I'm not going to share them all with you here, but, uh, but other news stories said that some of these folks spent their life savings. I mean, they emptied their bank accounts. There's one family from Orlando that, uh, you know, they essentially gave up on their their home that they were renting. They emptied out their bank accounts. One guy and his family, one guy and his family, maxed out their credit cards as they uh, took a trip across the country and went to the Grand Canyon prior to the supposed rapture. They just blew out all kinds of cash. They maxed out their credit cards that they didn't have money. They they didn't have. Wait a second. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of sound like stealing to you? Well, they believed the world was going to no, end. No, no, no. The world wasn't going to end. The, the world wasn't going to end for several more months. They were going to but be, they were going to be gone. They so. were, that doesn't matter. There were going to be people left here to whom they owed money. Yeah. That doesn't is, sound very... I think uh, you're right. That is stealing. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it would be, it would be a kind of a soft stealing because yeah. those people gave them the, the right to, to, to borrow the money. But Right. Even if you think you're going to die tomorrow, going in and taking something that's not yours that you aren't paying for... Is still stealing. Right. Well, if you, if I believe I'm going to die tomorrow and I go and I, or uh, next week and I go and I get a big loan from you saying, oh yeah, would you like to loan me some money? And you go ahead and do that. Um, by, in my opinion, I've cheated you. Mm-hmm. 1-800-259-9231. So much more to discuss here. Speaking of uh, money, looks like Utah has made a big decision. And it was something that we'd reported on as a possibility, and it looks like it has come true. RawStory.com with a report here that uh, this week Utah became the first state to legalize the use of gold and silver coins as legal currency. So it's already legal for you to use gold and silver if you want to just trade something or buy something with another individual. But now in Utah, it is legal tender, essentially, that uh, the state itself is supposed to be accepting gold and silver as payments, which are 
that's a pretty big deal that some state government would go and do that. Republican State Representative Brad Galvez sponsored the bill, which also excludes gold and silver from capital gains taxes as a protest against Federal Reserve policies. He said he didn't want a complete return to the gold standard, but wanted to give consumers more options. He said, we're too far down the road to go back to the gold standard. This will move us toward an alternative currency. And this is kind of right in line with what Ron Paul has talked about in the past, where... Essentially, he sees the idea of having gold and silver as an as another addition to the Federal Reserve note, simply because it's just it's it's such a political difficulty to try to shut down the Federal Reserve. And not just that, but how would you go about doing it? Uh, you know, it's not it's not just that it's difficult politically, but how do you switch back to a gold and silver standard? You'd have to pick an arbitrary number and say, okay, gold's worth fifteen hundred dollars, and that's we'll have uh, you know one fifteen hundredth of an ounce of gold backing uh, backing each dollar. Right. And so the suggestion from Ron Paul was that, well, we should just open up the marketplace, essentially get rid of the idea of legal tender and make it so that you can transact business in whatever currency you would like. And kudos to the folks over in Utah. Sometimes, sometimes the state governments uh, get things a little more right than the federal government does. I mean, they're still violent monopolies. But I do like it when they are at each other's throats and they, to some extent, fight with one another over issues. And so that's what we're seeing happen here. In fact, Mark, you've got more detail on what one Utah bank is deciding to do as a result of this particular piece of legislation. That's right. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, give you more information, take your thoughts as well. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. Enjoy those on us. And if you like the program and want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through that website and Free Talk Live, uh, through that site, because when you go to shop.freetalklive.com, there's links there to Amazon. So you click on the appropriate one for your country. And Free Talk Live gets a portion of whatever it is that you're purchasing through Amazon. So go and get your shopping done at shop.freetalklive.com. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you have to pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL to get an additional 5% off at VaporStation.com. That ought to cover the shipping. Coupon code FTL at VaporStation.com. 
Gold, silver, Utah has decided that it will now be legal currency in that state. And one of the so-called representatives who put this forth essentially created this bill as a protest against the Federal Reserve. Uh, The Utah Gold and Silver Depository will open June 1st, and consumers will be able to store their gold coins there in exchange for a debit card that draws on their funds. Is that the news that you were going to share with us, Mark? Yeah, that's right. That essentially, this Utah Gold and Silver Depository. Now, is this a government-run agency, or is this something private? Not as I understand it, um, that this is the Utah Gold and Silver Depository. That doesn't mean that just because they named it that doesn't mean, you know, that's like the Florida Window Washing Service. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it has anything to do with it. Um, I made a, an effort to contact uh, Craig Franco, who uh, is the guy who appears to be starting this up. Mm. And, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't yet heard back from him, but I hope it pans out because it wasn't long ago that uh, Bernard von Nothaus from the Liberty Dollar, who, by the way, is facing up to 25 years in federal prison for creating a successful alternative currency. Of course, he did it without the state's uh, approval. He just went ahead and did it. And the federal government didn't like that very much. It should be more interesting to see how the feds respond to another state government actually officially legalizing this. But anyway, it was Bernard who was promoting this uh, credit card that was allegedly going to be backed by gold. And that was a pretty exciting idea to me because I like the idea of being able to store my value in gold but still have it accessible through a common payment system like a credit card. Yeah. So the idea would be that if you were to take this credit card backed by gold – and I'm presuming the Utah Gold and Silver Depository will be doing something similar – but the idea would be that you obviously, when you're going to a merchant, most merchants are not going to be giving you gold and silver prices, at least not right away in, in Utah or anywhere. But nowhere, yeah, nowhere soon. I have never go, gone into a store and seen anything priced in grams of gold. Right. But essentially, the, the way this would work it would be you'd, you'd get your total at the cash register. You'd hand them this Visa or MasterCard-backed, uh, actual gold-backed card. They would swipe that at the register, just like any old credit card, and the bank would essentially transact... They would do whatever conversion was necessary. So you'd have gold in your account, however much gold you had in your account. They would then convert however many grams of gold that they would need out of your account into U.S. dollars. And at, at that whatever point, rate they would convert it at. And that's really the trick here is with, are they going to convert it at spot? Are they going to convert it at 10% over spot? That you is know, a good question. What's the premium? I don't know, but people are going to want to know these things. There were some premiums involved. There were some fees involved as well. And it was, it was a little pricey to use this, but I thought it would be a cool thing to have out there right. anyway. I think it's worth it to start out for people that are interested in this kind of happening. I, I don't mind paying extra at this point because I know that if it, if this works, someone will come in and co- with, with competition. And they'll create something, and then the competition will cause the pricing to decrease, mm-hmm. and you know the best the best company will win. So unfortunately, that particular plan ended up not panning out, and I forget what the excuse was by the creators of it because I was interested. I was ready to you know at least you know put like a grand in uh, in precious metals in that account and, and just have just to have another card. Like I wasn't really planning on using it much, but it would be nice to have because sometimes a credit card doesn't work, and it would be nice to have one that was backed by gold. Where you actually had something in an account, uh, so I was going going to move forward with that. Now maybe if this Utah thing uh, pans out, then I'll open up an account with this Utah bank. I bet this Utah uh, gold and silver depository will become very very popular.
Like if they're allowed to operate without fear of the federal government I coming in. I think that's in? the biggest concern is what is the federal government going to do? The federal yeah. government has gone into uh, you know, medical marijuana places uh, in California. That's a minor threat to their legitimacy. This is going to be a major threat to the legitimacy of the federal government because the Federal Reserve is essentially – and the Treasury Department are essentially the organizations that keep this, this uh, behemoth – uh, you know, ju- just with his nose barely above water and, you know, switching, having, giving people the option of using real money rather than Federal Reserve notes could, could be a nail in its coffin. So Idaho, Minnesota, North Carolina, and at least nine other states have similar bills drafted. Is there anything like this going on in New Hampshire? To you, what, you know use of? gold as um, yeah. as money? It, I I have t- I sat in on the the natural law caucus or something's uh, thing up in in Concord, mm-hmm. and they're working on something that has to do with this. All right, I hope, hopefully New Hampshire can catch up here because obviously I'd rather put my money in a New Hampshire based bank than, than a Utah. lot of the a lot of the focus has been repealing and and you know refining things laws that are currently out there to be more liberty oriented not introducing new stuff I know but it just hurts to see these other I states uh, beating I, us to the punch I know, know the feeling uh, competition though it is uh, to some extent it does exist between states and obviously I'd like to see more of it but Mark tell me more about this uh, gold and silver depository if you've got I any think more you've pretty much talked about all I, I know really here. I just read one sentence I, I thought you had a whole piece about I've it got, uh, a little, I have a little bit okay. in which uh, it is contained in another story that's just like the one you read. I see. Craig uh, Franco hopes to cash in on it being the uh, the, the legality in Utah. Mm-hmm. His Utah Gold and Silver Depository. He thinks um, others will will soon follow his uh, his idea there in, in creating that. The idea is simple: store your gold and silver coins in a vault, and Franco issues a debit-like credit card to mm-hmm. make purchases backed by your holdings. He plans to open for business June 1, likely the first of its kind in the country. Because we're dealing with something so forward-thinking, I expect a a wait-and-see attitude, Franco says. Once the Mm -hmm. depository is executed and transactions can occur, then I think people will move into the marketplace. He's got got some, uh, some major objections to overcome. First of all, it's good that he's here rather than this other thing that I was telling you about that ended up flopping. That was based in New Zealand. Yeah. Of course, one of the ideas of that was it was outside of the reach of the U.S. federal government. So eh, he's got the issue that he is here, so that's going to help because you won't have the international credit card fees that you that you would incur if you did something outside of the country. But on the other hand, you've got a higher risk of raid by the federal government, which will be the real objection from people is, well, why am I going to put my money in your vault? After in November of 2007, the Liberty Dollar, another successful alternative currency backed by gold and silver, had their vault raided by the federal government. So my money's gone. The money that I had in that vault, it's in the federal government's hands at this point. And Bernard von Nothaus hopes that they're going to give it back after some court case, but... He also hoped he would be found not guilty as well. Hope and against so, hope, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't. Not getting my hopes up that the federal government's ever going to return my silver that I had in that vault. So this guy's going to have to overcome that objection. Why should I trust my money to you? And that's, um, you know, I, as I understand it, uh, you know, I don't know, but I've heard from other people that there have been warehouse banks in the past that have been shut down by the federal government. Didn't Wayne uh, Quinn our Wednesday night? host tell mm-hmm. us uh, some story uh, yeah, about in california yeah of some 
I, you know, but I, that was just a warehouse bank in that uh, they were just holding gold and silver. This is even more dangerous than a warehouse is, bank. Yeah, uh, but because they're going to be interacting and transacting with it. How many uh, uh, debit cards are a relatively new invention, aren't they? I mean, how long have they really been out? I don't know, a couple decades, I think. Twenty years. Seems it seems like it's been my whole adult life. Uh, I so. don't remember having a debit card on any of my bank accounts uh, prior to the the nineties. Um, you know, and I I kind of missed nine I'm years. I'm thinking maybe mid nineties. So. 15, 20 years. So it's a relatively new invention. Yeah. I don't, you know, so that would be any banks that have been shut down in the last 15 years or whatever, that would have been their option. So it wouldn't have been as easy to do. Wait, what wouldn't have been as easy to do? To do the gold transfer to, uh, for one, how would you have found out what gold and silver spot price is at the time? Then Internet you certainly over. is useful for yeah. that. Yeah. Computers make it easier to do the transactions back and forth. Oh, right. I mean, the, the time has come for this technology and this consumer service essentially the service of being able to store your money in a way that uh, protects its value in gold and silver and or silver and the ability to actually access that money at an instantaneous uh, use rather than having to carry a pouch of gold or silver around with but you. i think you need to i i almost think you need a an out of country vault 1-800-259-9231 i tend to agree with you on that and as i said that's going to be his big objection he's going to have to overcome I'm still interested in learning more. More coming up here. Hour two's next. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers. From LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Alex. Did you ever wonder what a tornado sounded like, Mark? Um, I hear it sounds like a freight train. You're about to hear it here in a moment. This is some audio from Joplin, Missouri. Folks uh, in a gas station hiding in the back. Uh, it's, it's essentially a tornado is passing right nearby or over the gas station. It's just... It's a pretty intense uh, scene. You can't actually see anything in the video. It's very dark in there. Uh, but the audio is certainly something that most people will never, thankfully, experience uh, in real life. And I just thought it was so you know, persuasive that it Persuade should be played. Uh, persuasive as in 
worth listening to. Uh, that, compelling. Compelling. There you go. Yeah. That uh, that that you know people needed to hear it. So at this point in the in the uh, the audio, the people in the gas station have already kind of been hit by some level of uh, of wind. The tornado may be very nearby. I'm not sure. I think the the tornado was listed as like the category four out of five. Huge. Uh, tornado sounds big and so it kind of quiets down and you can hear some of the guys behind the camera saying that everything's okay and well things didn't stay okay for long So there you go. Uh, this particular incident, they huddled in the back of the store, according to the YouTube description here, until the glass got sucked out of the storefront windows, apparently. Some people did? Uh, no, the glass. The glass. And the okay. windows. Until that happened, they huddled there. And then after that, they then went into the, the walk-in freezer uh, and you know kind of hung out there until it, it finally passed over. And... Uh, incredible destruction uh, three-fourths of the entire city of joplin missouri completely destroyed uh by this this twister don't we have an affiliate there we did at one time we do okay. not uh, anymore but this uh, particular monster tornado killed at least 122 people and injured around 750 uh, authorities said the uh, joplin tornado was upgraded to an ef5 or the highest rating possible on the enhanced fujita scale of tornado power and intensity so it doesn't get much more intense than that that's pretty scary stuff you know, shame on you for making fun of those people mark i wasn't making fun of them i was just saying it was the rapture <laughs> Yeah, the one lady kept saying, "Jesus, yeah. Jesus, so oh, heavenly Father." No, Jesus didn't help the 122 people that ended up having their lives taken uh, by that particular. Were tornado. any of them in that event? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think everybody made it out of that goodness. one okay. So, there's not much else to say besides wow. Yeah, that's that's really what it's about. It's it's compelling audio. And but don't worry, Obama's going to come and he is going to make everything better. How's he going to have anything to do with it? I understand. Oh, no. You know how this always happens. After some kind of natural disaster, oh, the president, whoever's president at that time, whether it's Obama or George Bush or whoever. show up in a uh, right. some kind of conveyance. And, yeah, they'll and come by around. after. At, make sure all the destruction is done. And then uh, the, you know, the president will come in and tour the, you know, the areas of destruction. He'll, he might lift a sandbag or two for a, you know, a photo op or something yeah. like that. Get a golden shovel. Yeah. <laughs> But don't worry, your federal government will help make things all better after all of this destruction. And yet we've yet to see any stories. I was kind of I've kind of been scouring around looking to see if there's any news of like FEMA uh coming in and setting up their perimeter or whatever it is they do. You know, they keep people out that actually want to assist. Yeah. Uh FEMA 
seems like their hands are off at this point. But then again, you know, I'm not necessarily privy to all of the news uh, coming out of that particular region. Maybe you are in the Missouri area and you do have the ability to uh, to get out and about and to communicate. I can't imagine there are very many cell towers in operation in the areas of destruction. But if you do have the ability, uh, sure would be interesting to hear from folks because that was where some of the most interesting stories came from out of uh, the New Orleans, uh, the Katrina disaster, with the individuals down there just telling their experiences of, uh, of what occurred and what the government was doing to stop people from actually providing the assistance that was necessary after these disasters. I'd like to see some photos of some cell towers down from from this. You know those big cell towers that have those giant metal bases? Uh, I'd really, I mean, I, I bet that does blow them over, but it would be an amazing thing to see. The toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. The Joplin tornado damaged an estimated 8,000 structures in the city of about 50,000. See, according to uh, the studies here, the tornadoes of the EF5 scale, the largest are very rare in the U.S., but already this year there have been at least four, two in Mississippi, one in Alabama last month, and now in Joplin. They're so destructive that experts say they can turn a house into an aerial missile. Winds during the Joplin tornado were estimated at up to 200 miles per hour. Some scary stuff, man. Already getting some uh, pictures here of cell towers that have been knocked down in this particular storm and other ones. There you go. All right, so 800-259-9231. And by the way, you know, it's a situation like this where older technology becomes very useful. Uh, for instance, radio, obviously, stations that are man, managed to stay on the air. If their they, cell towers, if if their towers haven't been knocked down. Right, if their towers haven't been taken out, uh, they can be very effective at getting information out to people. And also, two-way radio networks are very important to have. We've talked about the value that uh, two-way radios can have to activists just to kind of have live on the ground person-to-person communications during activism events rather than having to have a bunch of cell phone numbers and then only being able to call one person at a time uh, two-way radios allowing people to communicate directly and quickly without having to pass through any third-party uh, providers like a sprint or at&t you don't have to rely on anybody else besides your own radio and your antenna so likely there are a lot of amateur radio operators and other two-way operators that are kind of on the scene down there assisting in those situations so having yourself having backup communications methods is very important not just because of some people's paranoia that the government's going to shut down the internet i don't know how likely that is uh, to actually happen but uh, whether the government does shut down the internet or not it's useful to have these other technologies with which we can to which we can rely on uh, in the event of something disastrous occurring whether it's a government-created disaster or a natural disaster. You're not just talking about uh, handheld walkie-talkies, although those could be useful. There's mm-hmm. there's these towers that one can put on one's house and then essentially broadcast uh, that way. You know, either, That's correct. Yeah. yeah, and your average homeowner can probably get uh, something like that put together for a few hundred dollars, maybe no more than you know, $500 at most, to have some kind of a you know, permanent two-way uh, radio installed. You never know when it's going to come in handy. Maybe you won't use it very often, but yeah, then what are some of the benefits to having it besides you know when the big one comes? What are some of the benefits yeah. to having it? Well, if you're if you've got a network of activists like we do here in New Hampshire, that it could be very useful uh, for that. Uh, but otherwise, you'd you'd have to have other people that are interested in it in order for it to be really of use. Some How of these far radios, do they go? 
it depends on, on what you what you buy. It depends on the terrain. If you're out in Joplin, Missouri, where it's likely all Ice just flat, flat. Uh, you'll probably go very, very far. Whereas here in New Hampshire, it's very hilly. Your range is going to be likely adjusted. So anyway, just something to, something to consider, something to chew on there as we continue with taking your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Other D.C.-related disobedience news. It's not just the dancing at the Jefferson Memorial that's uh, been going on there. Or I guess that will be going on this weekend. But apparently, there's some cow milking that has also transpired mm. in Washington, D.C., and we'll explain to you what that's all about here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Take control of the airwaves. 1-800-259-9231. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got a webcam. You can go and you can watch and listen and interact. Our chat room is built into the very same page as the cam, so go to cam.freetalklive.com to accomplish that. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Enjoy it for free. Are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of banks charging you fees? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use. Free to accept and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world and their value seems to only be growing with time. Learn more. Visit weusecoins.org. Again, if you want to learn how to avoid your dollars depleting in value and Bitcoins, well, I guess you wouldn't be avoiding Bitcoins uh, increasing in value, but you could avoid the, the loss of the value of your dollars. Go to weusecoins.org. All right, so uh, 800-259-9231. By the way, it's also worth mentioning there is now the Bitcoin logo at the top right of freetalklive.com. You can just click that if you'd like to send us a few Bitcoins. The details are there as to how you may accomplish that. Uh, joining you this evening, by the way, it is Ian. And Julia. And Mark. Julia joining us a little bit late, but better late than never, so good to have you here. one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the toll-free number for you. In front of the U.S. Capitol, it's a little unusual to see a cow, but in the case of some activists and their act of what I think probably was civil disobedience to some extent, uh, they decided to actually milk a cow Political in theater. D.C. Yeah, so an adult cow was on hand. This was, I guess, about a week and a half ago to provide fresh milk and a spectacle as part of a rally in favor of legalizing the interstate sale of raw milk. 
And, of course, we've talked on this program a number of times in the past about how the federal government and state governments, in many cases, are actually cracking down on Amish farmers and their families for selling raw milk to people. Whether it's interstate or intrastate, they are selling this product to willing buyers, just like any dealer of contraband. And they have to be a little bit careful about the way they sell this stuff because there really are raw milk sting operations that are going on. I remember talking about that years ago on the show. Some Amish guy got raided like with guns drawn, I believe. Mm-hmm. Keeps on happening. Still going. Now, raw milk is, new, is it's legal in New Hampshire, isn't it? That's correct. It all ways, shapes, and forms. So you don't have to skate around and claim that you're buying it to, to feed your pets like you do in some states, right? There are many, there are several states at least that it's uh, pet food only, and you know, obviously people drink it, but it's sold as just pet food. Tell you what, uh, the pro pro raw milk advocacy advocacy group Grass Fed on the Hill organized the event to call attention to the Amish farmer in Pennsylvania who was handed an injunction by the FDA because he was selling raw milk to residents of surrounding areas through a buying club. We talked about the story when it went down. Uh, Grass Fed on the Hill said that his Rainbow Acres farm is being shut down after a year long investigation and sting operation. The Daily Caller. Do, do these people? I mean, do they realize how ridiculous this sounds? Yeah. Well, you would a think if they realized operation? it, you would think if they realized it, they wouldn't do it because it would be clearly just stupid for uh, public relations. I but, just, I don't think that I know anybody that would be willing to go through with that. Like, okay, your job today is to perform a sting <laughs> operation on a farmer for for raw milk. I, I really, I mean that just seems a Who little knows? silly. Maybe they're telling them maybe they're telling them stories. Like for instance, a lot of a lot of cops that are very drug warrior oriented kind of cops, they believe all of the stories that have been told about drugs. Even though a bunch of nonsense like the claim that ecstasy puts holes in your brain. I mean that's there's that's been refuted clearly in scientific journals, but the cops aren't reading those. They're not ke- keeping up on that. They're told by their higher-ups that Ecstasy puts holes in kids' brains. And so they go on believing that, and they go on enforcing the law as though all of these stories were true. So who knows what kind of stories right. are being told to these enforcers at the FDA. Look, this raw milk is dangerous. It could poison children. I don't know what they're saying about well, it. I was just going to say, raw milk isn't ecstasy, so I just, I, it just seems so ridiculous to me yeah. that I can't... <laughs> I, I don't think I know anybody that would be okay with this. The, the, but most of these folks are doing... Uh, you know, it's an econ- The economy is as the economy is, and people... Uh, People are doing a job. They realize if they don't do the job, they don't get paid. And it's, mm. you know, everything is done in the name of paying the mortgage. Ian, you were telling, you told me the story at one point of uh, a friend of uh, your ex girlfriend's who uh, she was going into the police academy. You asked her right there in front of her boyfriend whether, if she was given the order to confiscate guns from people, whether she would do it. And she said yes. And her boyfriend said, over my cold, dead body. Mm, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Some, some event like that and these people will do absolutely what they're told to do it's sad if you resist in any way, they'll tase you or do whatever they have to do. The uh, The Indiana Supreme Court just ruled, and I think that this is an, an accurate ruling for the way things are in the United States, that there is no no legal uh, right to resist an illegal search or seizure to have having to do with your home so the cops can bust in uh, and do whatever they want to you. And you, you can you can take it to court and fight it that way and fail. We'll get back to this raw milk uh, protest here in a moment. But first, speaking of Indiana, let's go to Sue listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Sue, what's on your mind tonight? Sue in Indy going once, 
Sue in Indianapolis, she's gone. 800-259-9231. The Daily Caller's Mary Catherine Ham attended the rally and tweeted pictures of the cow named Morgan and it's uh, and belonging to Bellevale Farm in Maryland. And it's always nice to know the name of your hamburger. Ham also sampled the raw milk, which was milked on site, about which she tweeted, tastes like freedom. Liz Reitzig, one of the organizers of the protest, told Raw Story the crowd had been estimated at around 400 people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. She said, I hope it translates into more success for our movement and for farmers and everything. There's still a lot of people here, and we have the cow and everything, so it's a little hectic. In a press release prior to the rally, Reitzig called the FDA's actions against Algier and their anti-raw milk legislation push absolutely inexcusable. She said that with uh, we contract with farmers and we know and trust and engage privately with them. She said the FDA has no jurisdiction here and it's time we stand together and demand that they stop treating our honest farmers like hardened criminals. I don't know if the FDA has no jurisdiction. Jurisdiction is what the government claims it is. That's so, true. <laughs> so they have jurisdiction if they choose to have jurisdiction. Right. I've tried I mean, to challenge jurisdiction. But that jurisdi- doesn't make it right. right. No, well, clearly. But, but she's playing their legal yeah. games with them. And, you know, you walk into court and say, you have no jurisdiction. I've tried that. It doesn't work. Son, we've got jurisdiction. If we tell you you've got jurisdiction, yep. sit down, shut up, and you'll do what you're told. See that man with a gun? He's proof of my jurisdiction. Right. I'm going to tase you if you don't, if you don't shut up about jurisdiction right about now i mean that's how jurisdiction goes right they're supposed to you're absolutely right they're supposed to prove jurisdiction i mean in theory by their own rules when you challenge jurisdiction in court they're supposed to prove somehow that they have jurisdiction over you but they never do i've tried this before yeah what's what's the how do you prove jurisdiction you know here's a line on the map we said in charge that's how you do it you say we said so and you have men with guns who are willing to put you in a cage if you disagree yep and i agree with julia that it's not right but they, you know that's not that's not the argument this lady was making. One eight hundred. That's the argument I feel like she should be making. Yeah, that's exactly what she should be saying. She should be saying that this is crap is intolerable. I don't need the FDA involved in milk in my life. Yep. Uh, thanks. Uh, I can live without them. Well, what we really need to do is get rid of the FDA. But at least Ron Paul has introduced legislation that would make interstate sale of raw milk legal. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Whether it'll pass is another question. Do you think that? Raw milk should be illegal? We'd love to hear from you. It's Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Of course, you can go and learn how to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world by going to promote.freetalklive.com. There's a list of things that you can do uh, from flyers that you can print to uh, business cards, also graphics, custom graphics, web graphics, all kinds of ways to get the word out about Free Talk Live over at promote.freetalklive.com. Also, if you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, 
SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. The principal over there, uh, Jason Osborne, he's a big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live, and you can do business with uh, someone who loves Liberty if you do business with SACL CAI. They're the top banner on the right-hand side of our webpage, freetalklive.com. Toll-free number, once again, 800-259-9231. Activists recently milked a cow out in front of the Capitol building, apparently, in Washington, D.C., in protest of the FDA's crackdown and uh, state agencies' crackdowns on Amish farmers and other folks that are raising cattle, milking the cattle, and then selling the milk. It's okay to raise and milk the cattle, but selling the raw milk, that's Somebody the criminal. Somebody could die. That's the criminal act. So is it illegal to dr- have raw milk your own, of mm. your own, or is it just illegal to sell it? I Good don't know question. if it's illegal, but I, I can tell you that I have not heard, read any stories where they've gone after anyone who's right. chosen to drink their own milk. Well, right. I mean, as is typical with the federal government, it's more likely they're going to pick on the dealers of the contraband the than the users of the, the contraband, well, yeah, the it, milk dealers. And it's, it seems to be this idea in current culture, uh, the government especially, that somehow someone's activities in general are separated from their activities for work that if you do something for work the government has a much uh, they, they have much more right to insert themselves in your life specifically when money changes hands that's yeah. when they're the most interested in inserting themselves i wonder if like in a drug raid they take the guy's money you know because it's not like drug money where there's lots of it did they go in and find fifty dollars and take it because it's from milk <laughs> asset forfeiture have a case against two thousand dollars the you know the life savings of this amish farmer actually i bet they probably do pretty well because amish people don't spend a lot of money at least that i can tell on lavish things they are so thrifty people he yes. probably has two hundred thousand dollars and so that's a good question julia i don't i don't know but let's go to you and your thoughts at 800-259-9231 maybe uh, maybe you think that raw milk should be illegal i don't think we've yet actually heard from any Anyone who believes that, but there must be someone out there, someone who works for the FDA. We had a girl, a a lady on Saturday night that uh, basically said that, well, we've got to have this because the FDA keeps us safe. Oh, Jesus. All their rules are good. Let's go to Richard. Go to Richard first first in uh, in Virginia, listening to WSVG in Mount Jackson. Hello, Richard. Hello. Yes, I was just wondering, uh, what's the problem with the milk? I don't uh, perceive a problem. It's it's. What about the melamine they allowed into the country that killed all those pets? The, what, the, Why isn't was the, the, F- the poisoning in the in the pet food? In the animals, right, right, and what? other things too. The wall, the a chipboard that's put on walls had to be recalled to China. I, you know, our our government is to the point where it's barely functioning. Well, and no, I'm being very. This, this is what people believe that. is that the government that, that there's guys in white uh, smocks that work for the government that are inspecting things, and this just isn't true. As long as you pay your money to the government, you can inspect your own stuff and just go about life until something bad happens. In which case, the government will crack down on you and say you've been terrible. Pay us more money. In which case, you just do it all sort of over again. They really don't have any effective inspecting organizations, and the FDA isn't checking over the meat and the foods that you eat on a regular basis, nor is the USDA. Uh, you know, they've got very few inspectors comparative to uh, Americans. So we need to cut that out of government. That's how we could lower the cost. Of go- if they're not functioning, cut yep. those sections out. They're not I, doing know, anything. I mean, and for someone to suggest going to court, I don't know if you've ever been in a federal court. It is a nightmare. I mean, I'm still in federal court. It's been seven years. And, uh, Jeez. I've got federal judges acting illegally. They just resign when you catch them. It's just, 
it's a nightmare. Yep. yep. Really you can't is. hold these people accountable. But to go back to your no. original question about the raw milk and why yeah. this is happening, if I may speculate, uh, obviously I'm not the FDA, so I can't uh, answer their, however, what of official bureaucraties they would uh, answer that. But essentially, the real reason is because the big industrial milk providers are in bed with the federal government. And so the milk that you're buying at the grocery store is receiving subsidies, in most cases from, as I understand it, from the federal government. Uh, so taxpayer dollars are being given to milk manufacturers and I think probably their distributors as well. But uh, so there's subsidies all along the line at the, uh, the kind of the professional milk distribution, the processed milk, homogenized, uh, pasteurized uh, milk. Uh, that, Not that uh, there's anything wrong with that stuff. It's just that it's they're excluding other people from competing in the marketplace. Right. Well, what's wrong with it is that they are getting money uh, from taxpayer dollars. So we're not actually subsidies. paying. Subsidies. Yeah. Subsidies, right, right. Right. So we're not well, actually paying the actual price. The actual sticker price yeah. of milk is not what it should be. It should be it's probably higher. Lower. Yeah, it should yeah, be. It's actually it should, lower. Well, yeah. it's lower than what uh, it should be is what you're saying. So, right. yeah. yeah. So, and so, so clearly I, those, those interests, whoever it is those lobbyists are and those companies, are very interested in protecting themselves from any upstarts, any competitors, which include your average farmer down the road who wants to sell some raw milk to local customers or even interstate uh, customers. In my house, we drink raw milk, and that means that I'm paying these subsidies for other people's milk, whereas my milk, I pay for – You're paying you for know. my milk. Yeah, that's right. The that's, whole thing. That's right. how it goes. Well, and again, it's it's a lack of direction. We we need more direction in the government. Uh, you know, do I have to go to the war crimes tribunal to get justice in the United States? Is that what it's going to now? It certainly seems like it. Although, as far as the direction of government is concerned, I would like it to shut down. How about that for a uh, a direction? <laughs> well, that's an interesting concept. But then, you well, I mean, have... really, what do you want from them? The feds? Well, we want yeah. to pay our servicemen and women, and there are things that the government does, and we should. Well, if you to... want people to go around the world and bomb folks, then you should pay them directly. I'm no, I don't want any of that. As a corporation, they should. I agree. <laughs> Why? But but our governments should be protecting us. But they can't even protect the southern border that we have. We've got six percent of the people that come in are are Arabs, are, you know, Al Qaeda guys or something. I, I, you know, this is getting ridiculous. Well, there's no you don't need to protect the border if you don't go around the world um, destroying people's lives and their families and their freedoms and you know their and their putting homes. In- illegal governments that we see fit to put in i agree right so so really the the u.s government creates all of the problems that uh, that people identify correctly i mean you know, certainly there's a concern mm-hmm. that somebody might come here and do some bombing or whatever but don't uh, worry they've got solutions but uh, what you, more of a police state yeah. you mean governments yeah. their documents themselves say that the only governments of right come from a man's consent and i'm all for the governments that people consent to Two. I think that uh, people should be able to consent to, you know, the local protection agencies, police departments, or whatever it is that they that they do. But they should have an option. They should be able to choose from, you know, whether if if I've got a corrupt police department, I don't want to, uh, you know, serve. I don't want to have to give my money to them. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to keep it for myself and use it uh, for some other protection agency that's going to protect me. If, for instance, I want to buy milk. I should be able to buy my milk and not be forced to subsidize somebody else's milk or kids' well, education about, or whatever. Talking about subsidies, aren't we actually subsidizing the uh, poppy, the heroin production in Afghanistan sure by not burning those fields? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Well, it, some would say so that sad. the U.S. military members are actually over there protecting those fields, not just not well, burning them. Well, that's what I 
but yeah, actually well, protecting them and I actually mean, if, running the heroin uh, over here as well, that, that there may be some involvement. I mean, it's been right. years and de- decades uh, for decades. It has been known that uh, in, you know, for instance, Vietnam era, there were some people that uh, had connections through the military uh, to essentially smuggle, you know, black tar heroin or whatever from uh, from Viet- the jungles of Vietnam. Uh, so that's, right. it's not right. unheard well, of. We've got we've got a problem here. We're we're losing young people when we're subsidizing the Afghani heroin production, which is ridiculous. And hey, uh, thanks for the call tonight. Uh, I appreciate hearing you. from you. Though the one thing I disagree with uh, big time is to say that we are doing this, and we aren't. It's them. Those who are calling themselves the federal government, they're the ones that are doing that. They're and stealing uh, our money to do it, and I think that that's, uh, you know, that, that's what he means. I see. I understand what he means. I mean, I used to talk like that, too. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But believe me, they think of uh, they think of you as them. They don't think of you as us. They think of me as theirs. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they too. think of. Yeah. <laughs> but you aren't one of them. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Juicy Juice, 100% juice, providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces. Visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to nutrition, kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow. For the ideal mix, your kid should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100% veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100% fruit juice a day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. We're talking about raw milk again. Uh, It's back in the news because of a couple of uh, activist events that have gone on. One uh, one in particular there in Washington, D.C., where they actually brought a cow in uh, in front of the Capitol. That part has to be illegal. That's what I was thinking. It sounds like civil disobedience to me. I mean, the idea of having a barn animal in a city. I mean, a lot of cities have ordinances against things like keeping chickens and other uh, barn-style animals. So, and if any city has it, Washington, D.C. has it. You better believe it. Seems it seems likely, but then you think about how Washington, D.C. was, say, as uh, recently as maybe 100 years ago. I'm sure there were people with... You know, walking their cows down the middle of the road in Washington D.C. a hundred years ago. Probably true, but the red, those kinds of regulations probably came up within the last hundred years. Indeed, I'm, uh, as some know-it-alls got elected and decided that they were going to make it so you can only have dogs and cats in uh, in Washington D.C. or whatever other as approved, long as you license them. Yeah, whatever other approved pets. And of course, uh, again, this just goes back to the idea that in any way that this country is a free place that you can have what animals the government allows you to have, and you have to pay the government some kind of a fee in order to have the privilege of having that animal in the first place. Well, the the, the story that the government tells is that it's there to prevent aggressions from one person against another. And I've got to say that a rooster in a metropolitan area is an aggression. Because of the, the noise issue. Yeah, a lot of noise. Yeah, I can see where it you're coming from. It starts at four. There. Yeah, I, I can understand where you're coming from there, Mark. I think in that case, you do have a valid case that a, a neighbor could make against that. But chickens, no problem. Yeah. 
So they came in, they milked this cow, and apparently it went smoothly because the news story here from <laughs> nobody got kicked in the head. Right, the raw story uh, is making it pretty clear that the, you know nobody ended up getting arrested. Maybe that's because there were four hundred supporters there. It helps. Because numbers do make a difference, although there have been instances where it was like, what, 100 uh, anti-war supporters chained themselves to the you know, the front gate of the White House and they got arrested. Well, I, uh, but, you know, it depends on what one does. I'm, not to say that I don't support the folks for doing it. I, it's just you never. I, I, the cops I, probably don't know what to do with a cow. Really, that's what it there is. There had I mean, been a million people chain to the gate of the white house then that would have been a different story they wouldn't have been able to arrest them all so it depends on the level of the civil disobedience that one does as to the amount of people that one needs we got civil disobedience expert here rich paul in the studio he's uh, nodding his head in agreement <laughs> god favors large armies that's what he says he's right so yeah numbers make a difference and of course it's one of the reasons why we're here in new hampshire is to get numbers of activists together uh so nice to see that they didn't mess with the cow and the cow's supporters and who knows maybe ron paul will actually have some success with his legislation to legalize the idea that you have to legalize the sale of uh, of raw milk in america because it is currently contraband it is currently illegal to, to sell this stuff aren't there some people who claim that raw milk is better for you and that's why they they Mark like drinks it? it yeah this is um there the, the if, isn't if there an advocate, argument that yes. raw milk is healthier for you. There, there's this Nourishing Traditions, I believe, is the name of the book. It, uh, I can't remember the author's name, but this guy's, I believe, passed away at this point. I'm, I'm certain he has. And the, he's got this kind of peop, uh, group of people that, that follow his diet and believe that it's the right um, thing to do. And, you know, my wife read the book. She liked it. And, and so we drink raw milk. I think it's fine. Uh, life is good at my house, so I'm, I'm not complaining about it. Let's go to Frank, listening in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hi, how are you doing hey, tonight? Frank. What's on your mind? Good. Well, it's an interesting example of you know how the government is totally controlling our food supply, and you know with the uh, Senate bill uh, regarding food safety, uh, it's actually illegal for people to have gardens and to grow vegetables and to consume them. Uh, and that doesn't include attempting to sell them, let's say, you know, a little country fair to have a little booth at the end of the driveway with the Hold on a second, Frank. There. You're saying it's illegal to have a garden? That Correct. seems preposterous. In some places it is. Correct. That, that's with that new what – is, what is the bill? Is, is SR-50 or SR-500, the food safety bill? Oh, yes. And it also will specify with the code. It, it actually so this has works. yet to pass? This, uh, no, it actually has passed. This has passed. Okay. It had passed, I think, in, in uh, December or uh, January. And what's interesting about it, the people that voted on it uh, didn't even read it, but that's not at they all surprising. They never do. Surprising. That's correct. But what's interesting, it fits in with the Codex Elementarius, which is sort of the UN Guide of Regulations for World Food. And what it means, in a sense, is that, you know, the food supply is completely controlled by the government. And, uh, you know, the raw milk is a very interesting thing. Raw milk can contain viruses and bacteria. Sure. But the point is, uh, you know, people should have the right, if they want to cook with raw milk or make cheese with raw milk, uh, you know, they should have that right. And they should also have the responsibilities that if they get terribly sick with it or something, you know, they're going to have to deal with that. But it just is another example whereby we can't even utilize our little backyards, you know, to grow vegetables and things. And 
Well, I'm it's proud really to say tragic. that here at the LRN FM studios, uh, there will be a, there is a, already a garden planted, and I believe that Pete and Demo uh, are planning on uh, planting a garden garden when they come back from Liberty on Tour at LibertyOnTour.com. Julia, I don't know if you want to admit this publicly, but I've heard rumors that you might have your own garden at your house. This is true. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to admit that? Is it embarrassing to have a garden? Well, I don't know. Frank's (laughs) saying it's illegal now. Be very careful, too, with the uh, radioactive fallout that's coming in the precipitation or rain from Fukushima. What are you supposed to do about that, Frank? Already in Europe... (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, when you say be careful, not to eat green leafy vegetables that are pregnant and little children, because it it actually picks up what? the radiation. Pardon me. I'm sorry. What are what's pregnant? Vegetables are pregnant. No, Is that what no, you're no, no. Pregnant women have been warned, and little children have been warned in Europe uh, as of uh, five weeks ago not to eat. Green leafy vegetables. Because well, that's they... ludicrous. I mean, just because somebody in, a, in a, a position of bureaucracy has said, "Be careful, everybody," doesn't no, no, mean that there's actually, any actual real realistic fear. They actually are receiving the cesium and the uh, strontium and the radioactive iodine. So it's coming down in, in you know with the precipitation. And well, what, what are you supposed being... to do if you can't eat green leafy vegetables? Eat a bunch of processed food? No, no, no. I mean, come on. Well, you have to be very careful because, you know, taking the radioactive material into the system will keep it in your body. How careful – how can you be careful when it comes to eating vegetables? Either it's tainted or it's not. You're not going to know. What are you suggesting? People get some sort of radio uh, – what do they call them? The Geiger counter? Geiger counter. Yeah. Well, they may have to have that very soon, going into the supermarkets to check out the uh, – a radioactive signature of the produce and the fruit. That seems a but little paranoid. What people, what people are doing now, Maybe a lot uh, paranoid. serious gardeners are building greenhouses, and it looks as if, you know, this thing with Fukushima is just going to continue. The cloud just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it goes through the jet stream and circles the We're earth. We're all going to die! Every time... Thanks well, for the call, Frank. I appreciate it. Yeah, that much that's is true. true. So eat your damn vegetables in the meantime. Uh, well, he, I thought he was saying don't eat them. That's what I'm. Well, he oh. was saying that. I'm saying eat your damn vegetables. I, if you're going to die at some point, you may want to eat some vegetables between now and then, so you can maybe live longer. You can't get much farther from uh, Japan than New Hampshire. Okay. I mean, there's the op- At least in the northern hemisphere, it's, Europe's pretty far away from Japan too. Indeed, it yeah. is. I, you know, <laughs> so the whole idea that you should stop eating vegetables because you're afraid that the the rainwater's got some radiation in it. Didn't we? Didn't somebody tell us that this radio uh, this radioactivity from the, the the power plant in Japan was identifiable because it has a unique signature, but that the levels are lower than the average levels of radiation of the other sorts that are always around. You're always dealing with radiation. I don't know. You know, I, there's I, radiation everywhere. So, right. We've had a lot of people claim a lot of things, and right, I don't know what to believe and, and what not to believe. The only thing I know is that I can only live the way that I live, and I'm not going to get all upset about... You're supposed to buy the vegetables without the radiation. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know how to do that. I'm growing the ones that I I'll grow. I'll sell you some. They'll be twice as, uh, as expensive <laughs> as... Radiation-free. Uh, right, right. Radiation-free and organic certified. Yeah. Now, we could charge five times as much for that. Swell. So 1-800-259-9231. But my point being that if you check the radiation of whatever item you need to check or whatever area you need to check and you discover that this uh, Fukushima fallout is there, it's, it's because it's identifiable. 
it's, it stands out from the average radiation because it's specific. It's different. It's got a different isotope or right. something. Right. It's, 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 it's something that you can point to. But the levels, from what I have been told, again, by someone else who called the show, uh, the, the levels are lower than the average levels of radiation. So this whole fear that it's just so dangerous and so horrible, at least to us here in the United States, uh, on the East Coast is is pretty blown out of proportion. And I believe those levels that we're talking about were taken from the West Coast of the United States. So correct me if I'm wrong. 800- There's a lot of land between here and there. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. At 800-259-9231, you can take control of the airwaves. Hour number three is coming up. The Texas House voting for a smoking ban. It's Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of this program. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features totally free there, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You actually get to create the content of the site. You find something online that you think is interesting, submit it via the freetalklive.com submit show prep link, and then it'll pop up on our site. Other listeners can at that point then vote as to whether or not they like what you've suggested or whether they dislike it, and you get to vote on things as well. The most voted up will make it to uh, be promoted to the very top in the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. So, of course, you can and take control here of the airwaves, bring up whatever you'd like. Uh, people calling in here about the radiation claims. Uh, we had Frank in the last hour, for those of you just tuning in. Uh, Frank called from New York to say, you better look out. Stop eating green leafy vegetables because it's poisoned with radiation. No, he said be careful when you pick them out. Well, the suggestion was that they're, they're all somehow affected, right? I mean, if the rainfall is carrying radiation into the ground and that's uh, somehow infecting uh, or attaching to the veggies, then how are you supposed to be careful? The only way to, to be careful would be to stop eating vegetables, which I, seems like a really bad idea. I guess the best thing that you can do is uh, choose to wash your vegetation as well as you can. That's a good thing. Um, you know, I... I, I think you've got to have green leafy vegetables. I mean, that seems like important stuff. I'm all for having some uh, stored up food, whether it's uh, you know canned, freeze dried, or whatever it is that you've got stored up. But I, I, it would seem to me that you have to have some kind of fresh green leafy vegetables. So there's news here out of the L.A. Times, thanks to uh, Cyphase, who sent this in here. According to the L.A. Times, a minuscule amount of radiation from the stricken Fukushima uh, nuclear reactor in Japan was detected in Sacramento, California, but at such a low level that it posed no threat to human health. Uh, So now, 
It's from a government agency who's making that claim, so take that with whatever grain of salt you'd like. But usually it's in the government's best interest to blow things out of proportion, don't you think? I mean, if the government wants to seize more power, uh, control your life ever more, then it would be in their interest to say, Americans, look out! There's radiation everywhere! You're going to need to pay more taxes to help us solve this problem, or whatever. But in this case, the EPA is saying, yeah, this is... Not a, a big deal. One station in Sacramento detected minuscule quantities of radioactive isotope xenon-133 that scientists said they believed came from the reactors at the stricken Fukushima plant. But the detected level would result in a dose rate approximately one millionth of the dose rate that a person normally receives from rocks, bricks, the sun, <laughs> and other natural sources. Right. This is what people you know don't don't see about radiation is that poison is in the dose let me say that again over time as well poison is in the dose you need to get a certain amount for it to be radiation or really poisons in general there's arsenic in your water people um which is deadly if you take enough of it it, so when it comes to the radiation you get more radiation by sleeping next to somebody in bed humans give off radiation bricks rocks these things give off radiation they're of the earth being out in the sunlight you're getting radiation so let's go to you your phone calls talk to steve in texas steve you're on free talk live with ian julia and mark hey guys can you hear me hey steve what's on your mind tonight Hey, um, yeah, I think I know what Frank was talking about. His, uh, the article he was referring to was, uh, I believe it was the Chinese government was warning about um, green leafy vegetables that are from the affected area and for ah. people around there to watch out for it. That seems reasonable. I, I, it would seem reasonable to not eat some carrots grown nearby the uh, nuclear power plant that had failed. I don't know how you yeah. would know that if they were being sold in the United States, other than well, you know, it takes a long time to get them over here, probably. But I know they that they have Geiger counters and they are watching them, and that's one of the things. Like Australia has turned back a couple cargo ships because they contained radioactive cars and refrigerators and things like that. Hmm. So those are being checked, at least in other countries. I'm not sure about here in the United States. That's a different story. We seem to have shut down our Geiger counters, but hey, whatever. Well, thanks so, for clearing that up. Anything else you want to share tonight, Steve? Um, hmm. No, that's about it. Thanks there for the call, things. man. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Captain Ned listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Captain Ned. Hey, Julia, Mark, and Ian. How are you guys doing? Good. What's on your mind, Ned? Hey, the radiation you're going to get from rocks and uh, bricks is quite a different animal than what you're going to get from those reactors. Okay, I and like when Chernobyl see. melted down, they used, they were able to drop, I believe, boron on them and stop the reaction. Those Japanese reactors were built right on a beach. You could run in your little bikini a hundred yards and be in the surf. As soon as that tsunami hit. Those reactors that killed the power, there was no power, they melted down. The Japanese lied about what happened there, and those things have been burned. They've been burned. They were burning initially. That aerosol, this stuff, that stuff was hitting the Midwest like three weeks later. So New Hampshire's been getting coated with it, too. Everybody's getting it. Okay. Well, they're getting it, but how much are they getting is really well, the question. It's, it's, it's quite a different animal than what you're getting from flying in a jet, you know, when you're 20,000 feet. It's not the same radiation. It's totally, you can look it up. It's totally, you know, these, these What's things What's the are, point in freaking out over this, Ned? No, there isn't, but you're right, Ian. We're all going to die anyway. You know, life's the leading cause of death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I say don't worry about it because there's not a damn thing you can do. I well, mean, no, but 
right after right after it melted down, there were merchant marine vessels that were 60 miles offshore that were standing off, and they were highly radiated. They left. Japan has got an immense total uh, disaster on their hands that they're not talking about. Yeah, I think they're that, not going to be able to ship out of there. I think that the initial stories that uh, we got out of there were sort of downplaying what occurred. I mean, that much is Absolutely. pretty clear to me. They, I think they had three meltdowns out of those six reactors. Uh, it's almost simultaneously, those things went. There was no power. Those I don't think you understand that the temperatures involved are like five thousand degrees. Those things went immediately. And the Japs lied about they always have lied. They've always downplayed any problem over there. But anyway, I'll leave you guys with that. Thanks. Way to lump them all together. The little lion, slanty-eyed guys same. over in those nippities. Thanks for the call, <laughs> I think. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue with Jeff listening in North Dakota to XM's America's Talk. Hello, Jeff. Hello. Hey. Free talk. I'm kind of new to you, and I really appreciate your show. Welcome, it's, uh, sir. intellectual and open-minded, and I love it. Well, good. Glad you're yeah. listening, and we're kind of new to uh, to XM. I mean, as of the last couple months, we've been on there, and uh, got some good news coming for XM listeners coming up this weekend, or after this weekend, but I can't say what it is quite yet. Anyway, go ahead with your thoughts. Well, I just, this end-of-the-world thing, I think you're missing, I think he's done this three times now, and this next one will be four. And he's just packing up the money, and he got out of his house because he's probably worried people come and uh, give him the pitchfork treatment. But, yeah, well, his claim earlier, for those just tuning in, uh, XM's just now hearing our first hour, but uh, for those just tuning in, the claim from Harold Camping was that he and this 89-year-old guy that predicted the end of the world this past weekend uh, was that he had to leave his house because he was so distraught over uh, you know what, uh, what had transpired. No, no, no. He wanted to leave his house. I think you're absolutely right because he wanted to avoid the media. He went and stayed in a motel uh, because the media was essentially camped out around his house trying to get a quote from him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I wish people would, uh, you know what? Our future is in our hands, and there's nothing coming down from the skies that are, you know, going to wipe us out other than our own nuclear weapons and yeah. stuff. And I just, I, I don't know. I just wish people would wake up and see, you know, smell the reality. Good observations, Ned. Or uh, not Ned, but Jeff. Anything else you want to share? Oh, uh, no, I just, I just, I want, mainly just wanted to call and say, I appreciate your show. I'm a new listener and I'll be here for a while. Very good. Keep it locked in there and thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Julia, I don't think you've had a chance to reflect uh, yet on the air on this whole rapture. Um, oh, thing. the rapture? Yeah. Was there any um, discussion at work or out in your world about uh, this? Well, I actually learned about it the day of. I had no oh. idea. And someone said something like, the world's going to end tomorrow. And I went, oh, well, I guess I should probably leave then. Work. Why am I at work if the yeah, world's going to end? What am I end? doing here? And um, that was it. I, I obviously knew that that was not going to happen. So you didn't quit your job? And, no, uh, I didn't quit my job. That's good. Seems uh, like a bad idea. Some people did. Some people quit some their people jobs. They I had somebody who told money. me he was very scared. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Spent their money. Run up credit cards. Did all kinds of stupid stuff, and now they're going to have to deal with it. More coming up, 800-259-9231, because you bet Harold Camping with his $79 million bank account or whatever isn't going to be helping those folks. It's Free Talk Live. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you'd like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there uh, completely free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Freetalklive.com features including listening options. Got broadband and dial-up versions of the show uh, running around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there for you over at listen.freetalklive.com. Also, information about our 98 great radio stations carrying the show at various times throughout the week. Our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air KU band channel, plus the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way. All of it over there at listen.freetalklive.com. If you're looking to get some gold and silver into your hands, a great resource for you is gold.freetalklive.com. We at Free Talk Live have teamed up with Midas Resources. They are a company, the parent or uh, sister company to Genesis Communications Network, the company that syndicates us. And you can get some really great rates. I mean, we we stipulated that uh, on some hand-picked coins. You said people have been, too, right? They've been jumping yeah, all over lots, recently lots with this people are dip in the price right of silver. Yeah, there's been a dip, and now's a good time to buy. Find some money. Make it happen, because you're going to make some money, and you're going to make it quickly. It seems to me. Maybe. Yeah, seems to okay. me. Okay. Yeah, gold.freetalklive.com. I'm not going to make any promises to you. I'm I don't want to sell my. I don't want to sell my silver, Mark. Right. You talk is... about making money. Uh, I bought silver back way, way back when it was like nine dollars an ounce. I don't want to sell that stuff. I mean, especially if the value keeps going up. What's the point in selling it? Uh, th- that's the, the you know this is the sort of the the difference between the spot price and the the premium. People aren't selling at the spot price, even if you look on eBay. Yeah. Um, you know, a friend of mine likes to scour there, and he it's it's basically a small hobby of his. He spends hours on a, a, a per day <laughs> trying to get the best, trying deal. to get the very best deal. And you know that's that's fine by by. What's him. your time worth though? That's a right. Question. It's it's really not. <laughs> honestly, it's not that much cheaper than what uh, you would get at gold.freetalklive.com. Right. But, and at uh, gold.freetalklive.com, you don't have to invest a whole bunch of time trying to bid and try to get the best deal. Right, and that's why I, I say that it's it's some of the best rates on the internet. You can always find something cheaper, but what is your time worth? And who's the dealer? And what's their reliability? You buy something it's, on eBay, you don't you don't know who you're dealing with necessarily. You happen- may end up getting some, a fake. This happened to a friend of mine. He doesn't like to use uh, the he doesn't like uh, to use PayPal, so he does the money order thing, and well. He sent a $1,000 money order, <gasps> on and the eBay. guy said he didn't receive it. So oh, what do you do? No. He's, got, he's asking the government to track it down. The government's not even going to look for 60 days. It's a U.S. postal money order. Oh, yeah, they man. won't even look for 60 days. Once they do look, they'll say, well, this is the signature of the person who cashed it. Now what do yep. you want to do? Money's gone. Anybody can sign those money orders. It doesn't matter. It's um, you know, and, and if you send a money order to why a money order? That just seems like a really bad idea. I couldn't. I can't believe he could use that anymore. I thought eBay banned all kinds of uh, payment alternatives besides PayPal. Uh, it's my understanding that he does it sort of surreptitiously. So when yeah. did that happen? Recently? It's been some time. Years. 
Capelli? Oh, it's years. Okay. okay. No, he's been doing it. No, no, no. This happened to him last week or, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Because I sold some things on eBay two months ago mm-hmm. and you were you had the option as a seller to accept what you want. Wow, I'm surprised. I thought they had changed that. There was a there was like a option you could choose to weed out people who might be problems, mm-hmm. like anyone who doesn't have PayPal and that sort of thing, but you could take money orders or checks if you wanted. Yep, there's there's risk involved in that. So as uh, I understand before he bids, he asks whether they'll take a money order and he hasn't had any trouble up to this point, but that's a big mistake. You know, the the thousand dollar mistake. <laughs> So, yeah, go with Midas Resources through gold.freetalklive.com. I'm These sure guys they'll take around. your money order. <laughs> Ted has been doing this. The guy that runs Midas yeah. has been doing this for a long time. And Midas is well known within the uh, the gold uh, dealership business. And uh, you can trust that they're going to get you what they say they're going to get you uh, at the price they say they're going to get it to you. Yeah. So, uh, head on over to gold.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, Martin is listening in Wyoming. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Martin. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I was wanting to comment about the produce and radiation on it and cleaning yeah. it. Yeah, the paranoia that uh, Frank had earlier. Sure, sure. No, it, it particular matter dirt certainly gets on, on the stuff. And so, like, through looking into how to deal with that myself, um, it looks like there's calcium bentonite, which is essentially clay. And then you can, like, dilute that in water, and then you wash your produce in that, and the particulate matter will well, somehow wait a minute. adhere adheres to the clay That's, wait a minute hold on a second it's it's always a good idea to wash vegetables before you eat them but you're yes. from what i understood of what frank was saying the idea is that these vegetables are impregnated with the radiation i mean the, the concept being that if the radiation is everywhere as it is suggested of course we we've already pointed out that the levels of radiation are not dangerous uh, ostensibly uh, according right. to so-called half experts. a world away uh right and so it'd be even less the case here but the idea, the paranoid claim was that, well, the rain's coming down, the radiation is in the water, and so therefore these plants, they're sucking up this uh, irradiated water, and uh, and so therefore the plants themselves are irradiated. It's not just like there's a few little radiation I, no, atoms I, from, sticking to the from outside. What I, from what I've come across, it's more of just like it's the particulate matter on the leafy stuff. That's why you don't want the spinach or the lettuce. Well, if but it's like particular matter, wouldn't water and, and maybe a, I, I wouldn't use soap on my vegetables, but wouldn't water just wash off particulate matter? Yeah, it does. What and do you so have to have a potion for? It brings it down, and it does, but it, and it's just as high on it's even higher on windier days, too. But of course, so, we're I mean, talking about levels of radiation that are not dangerous, so why are you concerned? It seems that it's an increased amount, and then it's steady. And then here on the west, where I live, it is a little bit more than where you guys are, and that's yeah. why when it first happened, I started investigating it, because I was immediately, you know, when it first happened, I was like, well, that's uh, certainly to be a concern. Well, I, I, I pay more I attention looking, if I lived I on the West Coast. Into it, I think you should and, do whatever it takes to make yourself feel good about eating mm-hmm. eating the things that you want to eat. That's that's your mm-hmm. business. I just am concerned that some people are taking it a little bit a little bit too far. Right, and I think regardless, whatever was on there, that this is a good way to wash produce anyways. And it's, like, good for bathing and drinking, and, it, and it's good for a detoxifier. And, and you said you what's it cost? It. Oh, you buy it by a jar or different, different sizes. You know, it's reasonable, 12 15 bucks. you know, online, health food stores, that kind of thing. And what is it, clay? It's calcium bentonite, awesome. right? And you want a pH of 8.5 or, I guess, of an all-natural, non-processed clay. Is there any chance you, if at the pH, I mean, is there any chance you could just use baking soda instead? 
you probably could as far as if that's what it's taking, you know, if that's what's really the reaction that's happening in your body, you know, it's some sort of alkali or Hey, as long as something. your solutions don't make you sicker, <laughs> then that's fine, man. I, Good know, luck I, yeah, out there. I've been taking red kelp since it's, and I've been feeling better since that anyhow, and I'm generally in good shape and good health anyhow, but... You know, it's, mm-hmm. if people really think that it is a concern, that's that's one thing they want to. Your listeners might want to look into. Thanks for throwing it out there. Appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for the call tonight at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the sacred. Maybe I'm CAI just lazy, but that seems like a lot of work, lot of work. to eat vegetables. Yeah, once just you're rinse sold, them off. Once you're sold on a particular product, yeah. though, then you're you're willing to do it. You know, um, when it comes to, I I would say that most of the water that. Uh, you know that you get from a well's fine but some people want to filter on it and then once you have the filter you're sold on the idea so then you'll want a different kind of filter up well, now i need a uv filter because there could be little critters in there you know it's always there's always something more look out for them critters you don't you know once you've had beaver fever and uh, but, what uh, well that's what you get when is that a joke no <laughs> it's not it's the it, it's something you get from animals pooping in uh in your your wow. well that sounds like a dirty joke to me yeah. 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line you can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want smoking ban in texas it's on the way we talk about are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com features including news updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever delivery method is of uh, preference to you. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Coming up in less than a month, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, June 20th through the 26th. It's the biggest liberty-oriented event of 2011 and is put on by the Free State Project. Of course, the Free State Project is the organization that is devoted to getting as many like-minded, liberty-oriented people to move to the same place here in New Hampshire as possible. Uh, New Hampshire was chosen as the the state in a vote uh, many years ago, and Mark, uh, Julia, all of us are here in New Hampshire because of the Free State Project. So at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, it's your chance, as somebody who maybe doesn't live in New Hampshire yet, to come up here and experience what it's like to be around other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. I mean, where I came from, there was a handful of folks that would meet up now and then at the uh, you know local Bennigans for a Libertarian Party meeting where they'd sit around and bitch uh, about what the government was doing and not really do much else beyond that. Uh, these are the people you're going to meet at Porkfest are some doers, and these are some of the most active, uh, best liberty-oriented activists I've ever come across. 
House. And you can uh, go to porkfest.com to get registered. You can save yourself 20% on the early bird, or the, not the early bird, but the registration fee if you use our discount code Free Talk Live without any spaces. Just run the words all together as one word Free Talk Live to save 20% at porkfest.com, P O R C F E S T. So you get to network with other liberty minded people. You'll meet people who've been here in New Hampshire, people who've lived here for years as we have, people who maybe only lived here for a few months. There's going to be a variety of people at the, uh, at the Pork Fest. Also, folks will be visiting who maybe haven't made the decision to make the move. Maybe they're unsure, kind of sitting on the fence about this whole free state project idea. Well, the Porcupine Freedom Festival is a great place, great opportunity to go and really learn the kind of uh, the different kinds of activism that are taking place here. Learn about the different areas. I hear there's going to be a debate this year between supporters of different areas uh, to which folks can move. And uh, there's going to be all kinds of family fun activities, live musical performances will be uh, happening, karaoke uh, contest from what I understand, the Soapbox Idol contest, Free Talk Live is going to be broadcasting live uh, from the event. And so looking forward to seeing you there at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, porkfest.com. As we continue here, you can bring up anything you want, but news out of Texas, according to statesman.com, I believe that's uh, the Austin newspaper there. The Texas House has passed an amendment to create a statewide smoking ban. Mm. The close vote, 73 to 66, came during debate on an enormous budget-related bill. Uh, It goes on to say here that the amendment would ban smoking in public places, which would include bars and restaurants because they are places where anyone would be welcome. So now I don't they don't get into a lot more detail as to what it means to be a public place. But presumably it means any place in which, you know, so 7-Eleven or anything where the public is allowed in, even if it's a private business, will be considered a public place. Usually what they mean by that is that clubs are allowed to do whatever. The Moose Lodge, the uh, the Elks, the BPOE, mm-hmm. the FOE, the, uh, the 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 Odd Fellows, these, uh, you know, the the Italian Club, mm-hmm. these organizations are allowed to do what they want because you know, they not everybody is allowed in. Uh, indeed, there is one so-called representative who attached an amendment to exempt private clubs such as bingo halls and veterans halls, which that passed successfully. So aside from that, uh, non-private clubs uh, will be uh, completely banned, presuming this goes through, which it hasn't quite all the way gone through yet. But I think it's interesting to point out that Texas has made it this far uh, without a, a full-on smoking ban. What interests me is there are businesses that are centered around smoking. There are hookah bars. There are cigar shops. These places where you can't smoke in a cigar shop. Well, they'll just have to turn it into a private club. They'll just have to turn it into a private club. I I mean, all of a sudden you you charge us a penny or something like that to uh, bring somebody in. They have to sign a membership form and then all of a sudden they can uh, they can smoke in the establishment. So they're moving forward with this. Uh, one of the one of the so-called reps uh, said that he says, "I'm not a smoker, but I believe that a private business owner should have the right to choose their own business model." Seems to me. Uh, another uh, one of their so-called reps said that uh, he suggested an amendment to the amendment that would include perfume and cologne in the ban, which I think is what. Well, I don't like think he was wearing? being serious. Yeah, I don't oh, think he was oh, being he was serious. Oh, he was joking. I thought you were being serious. Right. The point the point there being that well, if it's the smell that is uh, is offensive to people, then maybe we should ban all kinds of potentially offensive what smells. What about the person who stinks like cigarettes cuz they just smoke them all the time? You know, that should that that person I mean, cuz they smell like cigarettes. Right. Well, in the mind of somebody who takes that seriously, then yeah, they probably would agree right. with that. They probably would want to see that kind of uh, person be banned. But what we've ended up discovering is that it's not about the smell. 
that originally that's what it sounded like it was it was about the uh, the smoke the you know the alleged dangers of the smoke but what we're seeing now is with the uh, the, the kind of the e-cigarette revolution if you will that's right. uh, that's you happening know, they, you can get these e-cigarettes you can get them in lots of different shapes um if you go to vaporstation.com you can take a look at their their kits there uh you know and people don't like you even looking like you're smoking that's exactly it it's about the cigarette user or the nicotine user specifically being a drug user. This is really what it's come down to. But you can drink a beer and nobody cares. Well, right, because beer's okay, but n- cigarettes, cigarettes are, are bad. Cigarettes are slowly becoming un-okay. They're pretty much un-okay in a lot of people's minds, I think. They definitely have lost a lot of popularity. Yeah, and so now people who are trying to use e-cigarettes to replace their cigarette habit so they can maybe uh, kind of wean themselves off of, of nicotine, which the e-cigarettes actually make easier to do for folks because you can get different mixes of nicotine in the, the little packets that you that you insert in there or whatever whatever you call them, cartridges. I don't know what they're called. I've heard testimony from people who say that they, you know, they, they just used e-cigarettes and just slowly they didn't want to smoke yeah. right but at this so. point we haven't gotten to the point where there are any e-cigarette bans that i know of yet i know san francisco was proposing it i don't know where that went to but all of the uh, the talk in support of this ban of the e-cigarette was because it appeared as though someone was using drugs who cares because it appeared as though someone was it's using funny nicotine. that they're calling it or it's drugs now cigarettes which are illegal are drugs now but they still won't say alcohol is a drug well, they're not really coming right out and saying it's that you're a drug user, but all of the all of the methods of approaching somebody that you kind of this I guess looking down one's nose at a at a drug user. You know, that 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 kind of attitude from somebody is what you're seeing put against the cigarette smokers now and to somebody that has kind of moved on to the e-cigarette thinking that they're going to be able to avoid uh, the kind of the negative stereotyping that is associated with the cigarette smokers. It's just not true because it's not about the smoke. That was just the excuse that they used to ban cigarettes from everywhere. It's about some people think they're better than other people. They think they're better than the, the, the nicotine users because, well, I'm not addicted to nicotine and I don't want my children seeing you using that e-cigarette because it looks like you're smoking. And that's really what it comes down to is that the nicotine user has become the second-class citizen. They become the, the group of people in this country that it's cool now to look down upon, to look, as, uh, look at them as though they are weak-minded, look at them as though that they're just a pathetic drug addict, maybe just a cut above a meth addict. I mean, this is essentially how they're being treated in society. Meth addicts can't just you know, smoke their meth out on the side of the, uh, you know, the, side of the road uh, in most cases. So the cigarette users are much more persecuted than the average drug user because they're still doing it in public. And the very anti-drug people out there are moving to ban any use of nicotine in public, period. It doesn't have to do with smoke. They're really showing their true colors now. The first time I saw one of those e-cigarettes, I was at a bar and somebody I knew had one and had one so that she could smoke inside. In the bar, sure. Yep. Yeah, and was, people... Wasn't it cool? I mean, they're great. Yeah, she let me take a, a hit. I guess it's not a hit. It's a drag off a cigarette. And it was whatever. I mean, yeah. I don't like cigarettes, so but it was fine. 1-800-259-9231. That's right, the you're SACL. not a cigarette smoker, no. so what's the, you know, what's the point for you, right? SACL CAI toll free line 800-259-9231. You can take control. Even in the remaining moments coming up here, are you somebody that looks down on the nicotine addicts? 
We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features there on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by going over and learning how to promote the show for promote.freetalklive.com. A whole bunch of different stuff that you can do there from printing out flyers to uh, calling your local talk radio stations. Promote.freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. So there's a little bit of good news out there. We've certainly got plenty of bad news uh, to tell you about in this uh, growing police state in which we live but now and then something good happens, and we do like to share those with you. StopTheDrugWar.org reporting that Delaware has become the 16th medical marijuana state. Delaware Governor Jack Markell Friday signed into law a medical marijuana bill approved uh, in the legislature. Delaware now becomes the 16th state, along with the District of Columbia, to approve medical marijuana. The bill, uh, Senate Bill 17, allows people 18 and older who suffer from specified serious or debilitating medical conditions to possess up to six ounces of the herb. That's a lot. That That's is a, lot a of weed. decent amount. Yeah, but uh, they can't grow their own. Instead, qualifying patients will be referred to one of three state-licensed and regulated compassion centers. One three? For- One for each county in the state. It doesn't make sense that you can't grow your own because it's the same plant. It's just a plant. It's not like you could grow it and it could be bad. Like if they're growing it, you're growing it. It doesn't matter. It's a weed. It's right. It's not. It's not like um, you're you're making or processing something where where something could go wrong and it could kill you or Mm -hmm. hurt you. So that really is just about control. It is totally about control. I would hope that, uh, you know, that if you've got yourself a medical marijuana, you know, dispensation card or whatever it is that they've, they've got there, and then they catch you with uh, growing marijuana plants in your house, that there would be some kind of lenience involved. I don't know that that's the case. Doubtful. But I, I think there probably would be some kind of lenience, but I don't know. It would probably come in sentencing, not in uh, uh, prosecution. But so, this is, I mean, those counties have to be good sized. Uh, Delaware's not a big state, but... Right, three counties, yeah. Uh, it's They're probably larger than the counties are in New Hampshire, and it's a good long trip across the county here. So over there in Delaware, uh, according to Senate Majority Whip Margaret Rose Henry, she sponsored the legislation, said, I'm very grateful that so many of my colleagues were able to look past the myths surrounding marijuana and into the eyes and hearts of those who are crying out for our help. Needless to say, I'm profoundly grateful to the governor for his support of this important legislation. Uh, Unfortunately, here in New Hampshire, when similar legislation was presented to the Senate, it did pass overwhelmingly in the House, which is a good sign for the future, uh, where I think two-thirds the veto-proof majority passed it in the House. But when it went to the Senate, uh, they put it on the table. So that means that they're just going to put it over aside and not do anything about it. 
Isn't that nice how they just have that option? Yeah, rather Any than actually you don't vote. feel like voting on, like, we don't want to actually come out and say something right. about this, so meh, over yeah, here. We, we don't want to have to actually be taking a position on this issue in public, so we'll just shove this aside. While a man who's crippled is attempting to get into our Senate chamber to speak to us, we're actually not going to allow him in. This was something that happened during the Senate's uh, supposed hearing on this particular issue. There was one guy who could not make it into the area because he was in a wheelchair, and I guess the Senate chamber in New Hampshire is not wheelchair accessible. Isn't that illegal? Well, when the government does it, it's fine, apparently. <laughs> These are uh, old buildings. They're historical. You can't go changing them. Right. So they actually barred this guy, this medical cannabis patient, from coming in so he could uh, you know, give his presentation, his, uh, his perspective on this issue. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. Well, um, I, as I understand it, it was tabled because... You know, people in the, the Senate chickens. knew that the governor was going to veto it, and they didn't want to have to put, you know, for political reasons, they didn't want to have to put that onus upon him. So they took it what? themselves. They were running interference for him. Right. They were doing his bidding, is what you're saying. Well, that's just his. Yeah, I guess they're doing his bidding, but they're trying to protect him, too. You know, so, I mean, pathetic. That's, it's, I agree. So clearly we've got a ways to go up here in uh, New Hampshire. And somebody was calling in to, uh, to ask about the Free State Project, but they dropped off the line. And no, it's not the Free State yet. There's a lot of work that, uh, that needs to be done. Yeah. You, you move to New Hampshire, you will likely inc- see an increase in your freedom. There is more that you can, you can buy can raw do. milk. You can buy raw milk. You can drive without a seatbelt on if you're an adult, for instance. That's another one. You don't have to wear a helmet uh, while you're on uh, a motorbike or a bicycle. I've, and I could be wrong about this. I know that in Florida, they had, which is where I came from, they had really, really strict laws on the way you could bring alcohol in a car. And I've never heard of any mm. of those. If you're over 21, I've never heard that you have to put it in the trunk. It used to have to be really in the trunk and it couldn't be opened. Or There was, yeah, the alcohol laws as far as driving with it, like you couldn't. And I think here you can just, as long as it's, you know, you're not obviously drinking it if you just have it in the front seat. I've never heard of any laws concerning that. I've certainly carried alcohol in the front seat, but I did that in Florida too, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> right. Well, the only issue would be if you got pulled over for a speeding ticket, you could be in trouble because it really has to be in the trunk in Florida. And I, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I've never heard anything about it here. I know that they can get you for anything they yes, want anyway. Yes, that's true. So. There are so many people in Delaware who are suffering unimaginable pain. This will help, and we want to be able to do what we can, provide much-needed relief for those citizens. Of course, what we've seen here in New Hampshire is that when you get enough people together and you're willing to stand up for freedom, there's not a damn thing they can do about it. I mean, it was uh, back in uh, April on 420, we had about 250 people gather at the state house, right out in front of the state house and smoke cannabis right there in front of the state house. People were they had chalk, they were chalking all over the place. There was chalk on the columns on the front of the state house. People went into the state house. Now, they didn't smoke in the state house this year, but it seems to me that the Senate is asking for a smoke out in the Senate chamber. I mean, don't you think I, well, these mofos, chicken s senators who clearly, according to the House vote, it shows there's a lot of support. I mean, two thirds of the House voting in favor of medical marijuana. Clearly, they can't be ignorant of the fact that people support this idea. They got phone calls from a lot of uh, a lot I'm of people. I'm sure that a at least a percentage of them support it and just aren't willing to say that out loud. Mm, yeah. They think it's going to affect their chances of being reelected or whatever. You know, that's it, uh, that's what politicians do. It's pathetic. They take the, they take the low road every time. 1-800-259-9231. Since we're talking uh, drugs, let's go to the corrupt cop stories here from Stop the Drug War. 
org. Every week they put these out. We don't have time to read them every single week, so if you want to get them, you can go to StopTheDrugWar.org, and they'll send them right to your email box, along with all kinds of other 